Hi, and welcome to the Deeper Than Money podcast. I am your host, Chloe Elise. I'm a millennial money coach, speaker, dog mom, and a seven on the Enneagram. And I am on a mission to prove to you that finances can be fun and easy. On the Deeper Than Money podcast, we will dive into all things millennial finance, debt, saving, mindset, and how to have financial freedom to enjoy life in your 20s and 30s. I want you to leave this podcast with more confidence around your moolah and the belief that your biggest financial dreams are possible for you. So let's talk money. Welcome to episode two of the Deeper Than Money podcast. So before we really dive in, I want to tell you about my belief that mastering your finance is a 50-50 cocktail of vision and action. So for most people, their favorite cocktail is either all vision, like Hundo P vision, or 100% action, but not a 50-50 shaken, not stirred mix of the two of them. And what I mean by this is that some people are very do, 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 do. Teach me how to budget, teach me how to save, teach me how to Dougie, all things like that. And other people, on the other hand, are like, nope, 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 nope. I don't want those spreadsheets. I just want to come up with the vision. I want to work on my beliefs and all of those more creative thinking things. But a lot of people don't realize that you need both to succeed. So Throughout this podcast, I'm going to have a mix of vision-based content, so beliefs, mindset, you're talking about your inner child scars and rainbows, things like that, (laughs) dreams and motivation. But I'm also going to have a mix of action-based content too, so tangible tips, process, the numbered steps, the logic, all that jazz. Because when we have the mix of the two, that's where the magic happens, baby. And whether you lean naturally, most people lean more towards one or the other. Like they're naturally more creative. It's easier for them to journal or doodle and just kind of like daydream. And then for others, it's more natural to be like to-do list, structure, next steps, next thing, next thing. So whichever way you lean towards naturally, take time to listen to the other side as well. If you lean more towards the logic Make sure you're also listening to the podcasts that are more based on vision. If you are very, you're a dreamer, you're creative, you're all that jazz, make sure that you are taking time to listen to the podcasts that are more action-based. Okay, so today's podcast, today's podcast is going to be five wealthy habits that you should have started doing like two weeks ago or but that's okay. We can start today. Today's a good day to start. So we're going to go through five really tactical things that you can implement seriously today. Like start doing today. They're super easy. We're starting podcast number two off with some quick wins, you guys. Quick wins here. So the first thing I want you to do is to turn your notifications on purchases. Okay? turn your notifications on for purchases. And you can do this mostly, most banks have this. Okay. I, I use it through, 
I have a couple different banks and they're available for all the banks that I use. Um, a, most of my clients don't have an issue. However, there are some kind of like ma and pa banks out there that don't have this option and for, for online banking. And so if that's you, you can use an app like Mint. Um, the Mint app, and I'll put this in the show notes, you can use the Mint app and they can, through that app, send you post notifications. So what I mean by notifications on your spending is that every time something, a transaction goes through your bank account, beep, boop, beep, you get a notification. And at first you're probably thinking, well, Chloe, I'm the one swiping my card. Like, why would I need a notification? Because yes, there will be times that you are standing at Target, you have the 29 things that you did not come to Target for, and then the one thing you did come to Target for in your checkout basket. You scan them all through, you pay your car, like you pay with your card, and then all of a sudden, beep, boop, beep, you just spent $200 at Target. And you're like, yeah, idiot, like thanks for reminding me, phone. Like I already knew that because I'm standing right here. However, not only does this make you more aware of what you're spending because it has that reminder. But it's more for the times when you are chilling on your couch. Maybe it's Bachelorette Monday. You have your feet up on like the center, your little coffee table. You're giving your dog some belly scratches and you hear beep, boop, beep, and you pull up your phone and it says $7.99 Uber charge. And you're like, wait a second. That's weird. I didn't just take an Uber. And then you pull up your Uber and you're like, that's so weird. Like I haven't taken a $7 Uber lately. Then you call and you're like, yo, what's up? What's going on with this? And they figure out that it was a incorrect charge. Here's the thing. If let's say you're someone who used Uber a lot, if you were to not see that right then, and you were to see that a week later, what would you think? You'd look back and be like, can't really remember what I did last Monday, but I probably took an Uber like that sounds like me. And you wouldn't think anything of it. Fraudulent and not even fraudulent, but accidental like double charges or they charge the wrong account or fraudulent for that matter charges happen all the time. So if you are not in real time knowing what's hitting your account, you can just be missing out on so much of your money that's being taken without you even realizing it. And also, this will help you with probably one of my number one pet peeves, which is banking fees. If you are hit with banking fees, I don't want you to just assume, yeah, well, you know, that's probably for something I'm paying for. Don't do that. Don't do that. Call and ask, hi, I have a $3.99 charge that hits my account every single month. Can you let me know what this is? And if it's just a maintenance fee, ask for it to be removed ask for it to be removed. If you are at a local mom and pa bank, explain, I love banking here. I love banking here, but there are so many bigger name banks that offer me to have just a simple checking and a simple savings for free that I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to switch to that if you can't offer me that. And if you're at a big bank, oh my gosh, like that will be not a problem to get that taken care of because we just want that done. But here's the thing. If you have a $3 charge, you're like, oh, it's nothing, you know? But that $3 charge over a year ends up being 36 bucks a year, which, okay, sounds like nothing. Well, let's say you're banking there for 45 years. It's about $2,000, okay? And again, you're, the banks are borrowing your money. Well, you know, econ lesson quick. The banks are borrowing your money and making money off of it. You shouldn't be paying them to do that. They should be paying you. So 
cancel all your all those bank fees. But anyway, so number tip number one of the healthy habits, the wealthy habits that you should be doing is turning on notifications on your purchases. And again, you can do this via your banking app or you can do it on um, through an app like Mint and then turn on your spending notifications. All right. Number two, and this goes right along with what we were saying in number one, might have given a bit of a spoiler for this, but dispute charges that you don't know. I can't even, you guys, I can't even tell you how many times I'm with a client, we're going through like transactions and spending, and I'm like, okay, what's this? And they're like, um, yeah, not sure. I'm like, okay, well, you don't know what it is. And they're like, no. I'm like, okay, does have you ever seen this charge before? They're like, yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. And they call about it and it's a fee or it's an old subscription that they never canceled or anything like that. Like just an outdated fee that they should not be paying. And again, remember that, you know, a, a small, what's that phrase? A small crack can, a small leak, a small leak can sink a big ship. So if you, you're you someone who's like, where's all my money going? Look at these small leaks. So dispute charges that you don't know. Call your bank and ask about them. Or call, sometimes there's a 1-800 number on the purchase. Call that number and ask what it is. Okay, number three. This is very specific and I wanted to be very specific because this is one of those things that comes up so often. And again, it's always this like tiny little thing and people are like, eh, doesn't mean anything, but it adds up. So Apple iTunes subscriptions. If you are to buy an app through the app store or you are to buy uh, like Fox Sports Go membership, whatever, on your iPhone, it comes up on your bank statement as an Apple charge. It doesn't say Fox Sports Go app. It doesn't say like photo editor 5000. It doesn't say that. It just says Apple iTunes. So a lot of times we're like, hmm, I don't know what that charge is, but I'm sure like, I'm sure it was me. And what happens is that when we dig into the into it and see what these charges are, a lot of times it's subscriptions that we don't use or an app that we thought was free and isn't or an app that we bought a free trial to and then never canceled. So I want you to specifically look at your Apple subscriptions. And a lot of people are like, Chloe, I don't know how to. So I'm going next level right now. I'm going next level, like holding your hand and babying you, which come on, Chloe, shouldn't be doing this, but I'm gonna. So what you do is you go to settings. Like you guys put me on like, put this podcast on, you know, where you can play it really slow. Like you can play it in like 0.25 speed. So you can do this while I'm talking, but go to settings. If this is for, if you have an iPhone, of course. So you go to settings. And then you click your name at the top of the screen where it says like, you know, mine says like CC. Click that and then you'll click iTunes and App Store. And then you'll click Apple ID, which is like the first thing at the top where it literally says your Apple ID. Then you'll click view Apple ID and then scroll down, click subscriptions and go and it'll pull up every subscription that you have and then the ones that are expired. Go through the ones that you have. Are you using them? are the old subscriptions. 
Did you even know you had them? Do you have any up there that are going to charge you in six months once your free trial runs out? Cancel the ones you don't use. It's like you're wasting money by paying for things that you do not utilize. So that is just a huge thing I want you to take care of right now. And it'll be such a win. You'll get some moolah back right away. Okay. The number, the next thing, this one really goes, I kind of have a theme here. I didn't even realize like how strong of a theme this is. But number four is to put a calendar reminder to cancel subscriptions. So let me just tell you guys, this is like the, you know, money queen coming clean. I cannot even begin to tell you. I cannot even begin to tell you the amount of times when I was in college and I would do like Fabletics, which is like activewear, subscription activewear, or I would do, um, what's, what was the shoe thing? Like just fab or there's another shoe dazzle, shoe dazzle, like things like that, like shoe subscriptions because they get you. They say like $14 for one pair or for two pairs when you sign up for a membership. So I'm like, heck Yeah. I'm going to just absolutely beat the system. I'm going to sign up for that. I'm going to get shoes for $14, two pairs of shoes for $14, free shipping, irresistible, and then I'm going to cancel it. Well, then I would forget. And then all of a sudden I would realize, hmm, why did a $70 membership to Fabletics just go through my bank account. I don't remember ordering anything. And then I would realize that's the membership. And of course, once you pay the membership, you can get clothes with it, but it, they're exp- they're more expensive than the first time. And so it was just like broke my little college student's heart. But that's the big thing is if you're doing a subscription and it's not something you want to continue with, don't keep letting subscriptions hit your account. Don't keep letting subscriptions hit your account. If you're doing, um, I was going to say Stitcher, but I think it's like Stitch Fix. And month after month, you just, you don't really like, you're not liking the clothes or you're not buying the clothes or you just, it's kind of a hassle. Cancel the subscription and do it. Put a calendar reminder on your phone so you remember to cancel it. And then number five, our last wealthy habit of the day is that, and this is, I wish I, I should have done like kept with the theme. This is kind of with the theme, but kind of totally opposite. It's fine. Um, but I want you to use Hopper, the app Hopper, when you're booking airlines. Use the app Hopper when you're booking airlines. So Hopper is a free app. It's a pink little bunny right at, right now at least is the icon in the in the store when you download it. And what Hopper tells you, it's similar to Google Flights, except for I, I prefer Hopper, but I, I like Google Flights too. But what Hopper will do is you will look up a flight time. I have like eight flights for the rest of the year like on Hopper right now. And Hopper will tell you whether you should buy it right now or if the, f- the flights will go down and you should buy it later. So you're buying the right flight at the time that it is the lowest price for you. So you're keeping the same quality by keeping the same flight. You're just booking it at a lower price. And so Hopper will then notify you like, hey, Chloe, that trip to you know San Diego, you need to book right now because it's the cheapest it will be. We predict that it's going to go up after this. So that's the best way. I see so many people who just, oh, I need to book a flight. They log in, buy tickets. 
Airplane tickets fluctuate so much. It's a crazy little system. They have their own like ecosystem of crazy. And um, so you want to make sure that you're buying it at the proper time and at the time that's going to give you the best bang for your buck. All right. So these are your easy, tangible tips to start creating some wealthy habits and conscious spending to grow your confidence when it comes to money. I hope you enjoyed this action, actionable episode, and I will see you next time.